If a Christian doesn't pray about heaven, that's a remarkable lack. Who ever heard of exiles not thinking about home? Now, I said, that's exactly what the rosary is. We are in a new moment of time and a new moment of space. So we keep saying to our Lord and to the Blessed Mother, I love you, I love you. That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it. I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road, and another series of the Daily Decade. We're starting series nine now. We've said the Ave Maria 4,500 times together. Well, 4,500 plus. You have to count the, uh, the three Aves at the beginning of every rosary. And I want to thank everybody for uh, praying with me, for kneeling there or sitting there or standing there, however you've, uh, you've done it, uh, as you've been listening to all of these. And it appears that we have, I have quite a lot of people listening to these on a regular basis. I was amazed to find that uh, my average is is really quite high in comparison to some other people out there. I don't know why God's given me that that particular grace, but uh, I'm, I'm glad for it. I'm glad that everyone's praying the rosary. I hope that you're praying more than just a decade every day. I hope that you are praying the, the whole, at least five decades, at least a mystery every day, or at least a set of mysteries every day. It's It has an amazing effect on you to contemplate God and everything that he's done and everything that he plans to do and everything he wants to do for us and the best way to contemplate that is to use these tools that have been given to us and the rosary is the first and foremost among them so here we are starting a new series in the month of the Holy Rosary today is the first weekday of the month of October and it's the and October is of course the month of the Holy Rosary so we have, uh, we have the Feast of the Holy Rosary coming up, the victory at Lepanto, when the uh, united forces of Christendom, including some Easterners, the Serbs and, uh, and the Bulgars, uh, united to drive the Turk out of Europe and preserve Christianity and the faith for the European peoples, or the European people, depending on how you think about it. Uh, they did the same thing a few years later at the gates of Vienna in the 1600s and yet again another battle that defeated the the Turks in the in the 1700s driving them driving them back even further we have a and it's it's a cel it's a day of great victory because it's a day on which the power of this this little collection of beads has in it not because of the beads themselves, not the, the jewelry work or the, the, the chain or what have you, but because of the, what it symbolizes, what it represents, and what it is, which is an opportunity for us to, uh, to, to pray, to contemplate, and to confess our faith before God in a way that laity historically have not been able to do. You know, the people don't generally have the time to pray the Breviary. And we don't have time to pray the Psalter because we have, 
We have different crosses to bear. And the rosary is there so that we can pray anyway. We can do those prayers anyway. Anyway, all of that having been said, uh, what we're really here to do is to pray for you out there. And I have a prayer request here from Laura, uh, who is asking for discernment of God's will and obedience to what, obedience to what Christ wants in her life. And uh, I, actually, I think that's a spectacular prayer. It's a prayer all of us should be saying on a fairly regular basis. So I'd like to pray for Laura today. Uh, and uh, we'll be, uh, if you have any prayer intentions, I want to pray for you as well. Uh, and I've got plenty of days open as we go through the month of October here. So uh, please write in. It's daily decade requests at protonmail.com or proton.me. That's M for Michael, E for Elizabeth. Daily decade, D E C A D E, requests in the plural. You can also find me on Telegram at the daily decade, Gab at the daily decade, the Fediverse on the POA.ST post instance at the daily decade, uh, which I'm going to stay there. I know there's been a little bit of upheaval over there in terms of what's going on. It's got a little messy here and there, but um, I'm still there, and I'm going to stay there unless some other religious instance pops up and we might move over there. But uh, you'll find me on the, on there. And I also, we now have an Odyssey channel. That's uh, O-D-Y-S-E-E. Uh, it's a YouTube alternative. Uh, I'm going to be posting this show on there. I posted the last uh, recording of the last series on there, so that's up as well. And again, it's at the Daily Decade. Everything is always at the Daily Decade for your ease and convenience. It'll always be the same at the Daily Decade. No matter what site I am on, it's at the Daily Decade. And you can reach out to me and ask for prayers, and uh, I will pray for you. And uh, you know, I know that there's something of a, uh, a tendency out there for people doing impersonations. I don't know why people do it, but they do. Uh, if you see anyone, if you've sent in a prayer request to me, and I give you a date, and on that date you are listening and you do not hear your prayer request, please send me a message. Send me an email. The surest way to reach me and to figure out what is going on when that sort of thing happens is to send me an email. And that way you know that the person that you asked to pray for you is me, and then you get prayed for Oh, and finally, the website, praytherosaryeveryday.wordpress.com. That can't be imitated because uh, it's the only one that's out there. Pray the rosary, not your rosary, not a rosary, the rosary. Pray the rosary everyday.wordpress.com. And that's where you'll see all of the shows posted with notes. Uh, and you can comment on there and follow along with, uh, with everything that I'm doing here. Now, having gotten all the housekeeping out of the way, all the celebratory, self-congratulatory nonsense, let's do what we're here to do and pray for Laura. And if you have your rosaries, go ahead and get them out. If you don't have a rosary, I don't know what you're doing listening here, unless you're a new listener, I'll give you a pass on that one. But if you've been listening for a while and you don't have a rosary yet, shame on you. Go, go get one. They're not hard to find. And anyone will do it. It doesn't have to be metal. It doesn't have to be a chain rosary. There's all sorts of places where you can get them. Go get one so you have one to pray with. And today we're going to be praying in English because it's a Monday. And we're going to be praying, reflecting on the joyfulness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For an increase in faith, hope, and charity, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The First Joyful Mystery is the Annunciation. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, 
Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this, our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Clement, loving, sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. O God, who disdain to send thine only begotten Son, who by his life, death, and resurrection did purchase for us the rewards of eternal life, Look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. To the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O holy apostles, followers of Christ, obedient, each of you, unto death, we humbly beg thy intercession your intercession, I humbly beg your intercession, who had seen and had the will of God revealed to you that you might preach the gospel everywhere and shine forth as exemplars and witnesses to that which Jesus Christ, intimate friend and master of yours, made manifest to the whole world. We beg thy help and thy intercession on behalf of Laura who seeks discernment of the will of Christ and seeks obedience as you were obedient unto death and said before the authorities of the time we must obey God rather than man. Inspire her. Watch over her. May God's grace be upon her that she see clearly and act according to what she sees. And we ask this in the name of thy Master, our Lord and God, Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in our times of cowardice, doubt, and lack of clarity, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. 
be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world and seek the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I was reflecting on how many Aves we've said, how often we've said what we've said here over the last few series. We're up at 4,500 and counting. 4,500 plus, actually. We have the three Aves at the beginning of every rose we've said. And what we're, what we're doing when we contemplate these mysteries, when we pray the rose We're making a confession. We're confessing privately our total faith in God. We're telling him, we love you. I love you. I want to be more than what I am. I love what you've created. I love your saints. I love your Christ. I love the woman that you've chosen to be your mother. I love me insofar as I am who you want me to be. We're approaching the throne of God and telling him not only that we love him, but everything about him, everything that he does. And we know that God is near all, in all. We all come from him. And so to say that we love God is, is more than just loving a person to say that we love God because of God's perfections is to say that we love everything that he's ever done every thought he's ever had every decision that he's ever made every outcome that has ever been a result of his finger touching the touching reality and that means all the good and all the bad, every cross that's been placed upon our shoulders that we might be better. Every time he's loosed the devil to afflict us that we might learn the devil's tricks. Every time he's ever chastised us. We love all of that when we confess that we love God and we confess that we love God when we pray to him. And so when we pray the rosary, we're making a, a real confession of love and of faith before God in particularly in the the reason why this is significant is because it's for the Blessed Mother she gave us this she taught us this is the way to do what we want to do and there's really no one who would be a better expert at it than she the rosary comes from the Blessed Mother not necessarily because of her heavenly perfection in the sense that she's the great queen of saints and, and queen of martyrs, queen of patriarchs, queen of heaven. But rather because even before she became the mother of God, she had perfected this element of our religion, which is prayer. 
every time you read somebody saying something to her, a prophecy being spoken in her presence, Christ speaking in her presence, the thing that the gospel records is that she held these things in her heart. When the Archangel Gabriel appeared to her, we know from the tradition of the church handed down to us that she was at, that she was in contemplation, she was at prayer. Now, prayer was not as, what's the word that I'm looking for? Ubiquitous is not the word, but it wasn't as central to the practice of the religion of that time. It's not quite Judaism, because the Pharisees haven't really codified the Talmud yet. So it's not quite that, but it's, it's not really Christianity, because Christ isn't there yet, but I suppose you could call it Christianity, pre-Christ, pre-Christian Christianity. And we know that this is a religion people believe, because Christ himself said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. So we know that Abraham was a Christian. Just didn't have all the information he needed. The Blessed Mother was too. And she engaged in something that was not widely popular, which was contemplative prayer. To sit and to contemplate the glories of God, to reflect upon his wonders. Now, this is not something that was invented whole cloth because David does it. He talks about it in the Psalms how he has contemplated, he has reflected upon God's judgments and his greatness. And he glorifies in his Lord's glory. So when we look at David and the way that he prays in the Psalms, he sets a model. And the Blessed Mother there in prayer, in perfect prayer, perfected prayer, perfected contemplation, such that she was perfectly prepared in every way, not just through God's design, which I think a lot of people, when they hear the Immaculate Conception, even I used to think this, you hear about the Immaculate Conception, you think, well, of course she's going to be the mother of God. She's designed that way. She was built for that purpose. She's not going to ever be anything else. But she becomes the mother of God. She's chosen to be the mother of God because her active participation and her living, her life of prayer, perfects the potentiality that God has created. Every created being is, at the end of the day, only really ever potentially what God wants us to be until we engage our reality and we live the life consistent with God's design. Now, sometimes that happens very early. There are plenty of saints that you hear that they had exceptional childhood, uh, childhoods, that they lived exceptional lives even as children. They were exceptionally religious even as children. And there are plenty of saints where that's not the case. They are converts. And it's not just because people you know, used to live at a time when pagans, and therefore they were pagans before they converted to Christianity. St. Augustine was baptized, he was raised Christian and apostatized, lived a terrible life of dissipation and degeneracy, and then came back and was converted and became not just a great saint, but a great doctor of the church. 
So you have saints like that, saints like Augustine. And then you've got saints like, I suppose, like St. Therese, the little flower, who from her very earliest age had a deep devotion that she got from imitating and watching her parents. Well, the Blessed Mother belongs to this latter category, not just because she's freed from original sin, but because she lived a life. She didn't just float along. You know, you, There's two ways to not sin. One is to do nothing at all. I, I suppose you still have sins of omission in that way, but a sin of omission requires some measure of knowledge. So you can sin by, you can avoid sin by simply not acting in most cases. Or you can go out and you can live in a careful and, a, and self-aware way that is pleasing to God. And this is obviously more excellent. The Blessed Mother was free of original sin, but she avoided real sin, actual sin, because don't forget Adam and Eve were free of original sin too, and they sinned and caused original sin. So the, being free of original sin doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to sin. So the Blessed Mother is free of original sin, but she's free of actual sin because of her living in contemplation because of her prayer life. And that manifests, and everything that she does is a prayer, and it manifests here in this moment when Gabriel approaches her. She is constantly striving. She loves God completely. And she wants nothing more than to be exactly what he wants her to be. And she is given this rare opportunity to actually say the words, to be told that she has a specific task, that there's something tangible that God wants her to do. The rest of us have to guess at this. We go through it and we try to work, okay, what does God want for me for my life? And we have to try to discern that and figure it out. The Blessed Mother was so blessed because she was that either because or she she was blessed beforehand and this and this happens as a result of it god gives her a specific task he calls upon her and says you mary i have a job for you and i'm going to tell you what that job is and i'm going to give you everything that you need to do it and so she says to the Archangel Gabriel, the thing that every single one of us should always be saying in our hearts whenever there is even an inkling of a question as to whether or not what we are about to do conforms with the will of God for our lives. She says, be it done unto me according to thy word. Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Now a handmaiden was a paid servant. But the thing that people leave out is that all slaves in Roman society were paid. Uh, all slaves received some uh, wage, usually a pittance. But it was a wage that they could use on themselves. When she says, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord, 
what she means is not, uh, I'm your employee, God, hire and fire at will. No, what she is saying is the confession that because we are creatures of Almighty God, we are by necessity his property. And he may dispose with us as he sees fit. St. Alphonsus Liguri prays that frequently. Do with me what thou wilt. That's in all of it. It's in his Stations of the Cross. It's throughout the glories of Mary. And it's because it is an imitation of what the Blessed Mother says here. Behold the slave of the Lord. Command me. And she then goes and does exactly what the Lord desires of her which is to, in essence, be silent and to let the Lord work. And he does. And the reward that she reaps from that is really unfathomable to think about to be the mother of God. Not just the mother of a God, you know, the, the demigods and the various deities of the pagan world, but to be able to have the title Mother of the One True Living God is it's, it's impossible to really understand. We can contemplate it a million times over and we never really get it. And that's the first mystery of the Holy Rosary. And so it seems to me that the thing that we should pray when we reflect upon the Annunciation is that we will have the love of God the habit of contemplation that when we are favored by God with the discernment of knowing what he wants us to do we too can say behold the servant of God speak Lord thy servant is listening as Samuel says and that we will then go forth and do his will work his justice upon the, among the nations. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness. And I think in a special way for sinners. So that if we but look to her, who is the moon, and derives all light from the sun, they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.